I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello guys and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson's Secret 2. I am unwell at the moment. I'm sorry to, to sort of bring down the tone. I have a really bad case of crown fever. Does, does anybody else? I'm sorry, that's so bad, guys. But anyway, um, because of that, I'm going to launch straight back into talking about the Royals with Paul. I know you're probably sick of the back teeth of doing this, but I just can't help it. I'm obsessed, Paul. <laughs> I have to ask, does the Queen watch TV and does she have a favourite show? Yes, she does watch TV. She watches the news. I need more goss. When she's alone, when she's alone, in my day, when she was alone, she would watch things like... Uh, Dad's Army, or yeah. are you being, or are you being served? Uh, because she thought they were really silly programs. She's a woman of a certain age, mm. so she gravitates towards those things that she can understand. Because Dad's Army was about the war, and she remembers mm. the war well, of course. Um, and she finds uh, that sort of humour. Uh, she really likes innocent humour. She doesn't like swearing and very blatant yeah. humour. She, she just likes it to be funny. If someone's naturally funny, you know, like Peter Kay, mm-hmm. that's what she'd like because she doesn't like crude humour. Oh, so she wasn't a Geordie Shaw fan, no? No, I don't think she's ever watched Geordie Shaw. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I, I that, bet that, she'd like I'm a celeb. That's daytime too. Well, of course, she gets the newspapers every morning, right? Mm-hmm. Um and she gets the Times Telegraph Express Mail Mirror, and she doesn't get the sun. Right. So every day that there's some p- photographs in there of the jungle. When I was in there, yeah. she was fascinated. She said she used to say to people around her, "Look what he's doing now! Look at this! Look, look! He's eating kangaroos' testicles!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would kill was- to hear Lizzie say that. <laughs> <laughs> love to hear her say yeah. that. <laughs> In the crown, and mm. I know that you probably you've experienced this. Like you've been at Grand Zero, you are literally mm-hmm. have heard everything for it straight from the horse's mouth. Yep. I think the royal family are often depicted as quite heartless and cold, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's just a distinct lack of closeness, in particular between yep. the, like the queen and her kids. Mm. Is that is that true to form, or has there been some creative license there, Paul? Well, you know, Vicky, they're not like us. They're not yeah. anything like us. They're they're they 
function very differently to us. And the worst thing we can do is assume that they do things like we do them. They don't. Yeah. You know, the queen gave birth to her children, like any woman does, of course. Uh-huh. But then she went on a world tour and she didn't see them for six months. There are all nannies that look after children. So yeah. the link between being mother and queen it was far too strong to be queen. So she was busy being queen and she Mm. never was really a mother to her first two. Then there was a gap and then the second two arrived. And I think she would say that she found more affection with the second two because, well, you know, Andrew is her favorite son. Right. And and so he, he came around at the Mm. right time for her. Um, Mm. And that link with motherhood was made again later in her reign. So to Mm. say they're cold and unfeeling isn't true, Mm. but they don't publicly show their affection. They don't know how to do it. That famous famous interview when Charles is asked, are you in love, sir? And he says, whatever love is. Now, you you would have slapped him and said, are you sure you you don't know what love is? Why are you marrying me? Yeah. But he didn't know what the question was because oh, he's, he didn't have that link with his mother because she's queen first. Yeah. This is a family. This is a family who the children come into the room. They have to bow to their mother first yeah. before they kiss her hand and then kiss her cheek. So it's a very strange world to get used to. So from a very young age, the children are made like perfectly aware that yes. their mother is first and foremost their boss. Queen. Yes, yeah, queen. Yeah, queen, their boss, whatever. It's like yes. being born into, I know people are born into a job, but it's like being born, being born into work rather than being born into a family. Yes, it is. And They're born into love it. and affection, you've got responsibility. Yes. They're born into an institution first. Yeah. Where they have duties because they're privileged and they have to fulfill those duties before they can have what they want. Now the mm. queen never asks for anything. She doesn't want anything. She's mm. not, she's not really into clothes. She's not really into, into jewels. Although she has the most fabulous in the world, really she'd rather put on a headscarf and her Wellington boots and go for a walk with her corgis. Yeah. That's who she is. Yeah. She just likes the, she just likes to, she likes the more humble things in life. Doesn't she? Yes, but you, when you're watching The Crown, you will think to yourself, oh, my goodness, what a dysfunctional family. Well, in a way, that's what you're watching. That's who they are. And it's like, it's mental, isn't it? Because obviously what so many people have been focused on in terms of the royal family in the last couple of years is Harry mm-hmm. and Meghan and their yes. complete break from tradition. Yeah. And like, in your personal opinion... How yeah. do you think the queen would cope with that break from tradition? Is are what we're saying is just like an older woman, like a grandma, struggling to get her yeah. head round stuff, mm. or are what we're saying is a woman with like strict ties to our country and a, an idea of there's a certain way to do things, struggling to cope with that. Yeah, that's a great question because the queen, being of a certain age, she expects her children and her grandchildren to follow suit. She doesn't yeah. like confrontation. She doesn't right. like change. She likes things to stay the same. So she would have done everything she could possibly do to say to Harry, um, Harry, stay with the working family. Stay with us because oh, you're part of it. Brought, and the country the country love you. Um, but he wanted something else. Mm. So he went with his heart, not his head. 
and he went with the woman he loves. You can't blame him. You see, mm-hmm. I treat both boys the same. They're still Diana's boys, mm-hmm. and my support's with both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Queen gave Harry a choice, of course, at Sandringham, because um, Harry said, Granny, can I keep my uniforms, and can I keep my contacts with the army? And she said, well, look, Harry, it's you can't have one foot in the camp and one foot I? out. Yeah. It's, it's you can't either, have your cake and eat it no, too, mate. No. So look how wise she was. Yeah. I think she did the right thing. It's so hard, hard Paul, because hard I, for her. I'm super conflicted and I'm not even like close to it. Like on one hand, I think, yeah. Jesus Christ, Harry, like you're turning your back on your whole family, your yes. brother who's been your best friend and probably a rock yes. through your life when you lost your mother, yep. like your grandma, your dad even. Yep. You're yep. turning your back on all, that, all of this. And mm. then on the other hand, I think, well, hang on a second. He is watching the woman. God, I'm getting a bit emotional. I can't imagine what you must be going through, Paul. But he's watching the woman that he loves being like put through so much of the same stuff that ended up being his mother's demise. Like, I I don't blame him for wanting Mm. to get out to protect the woman he loves and all the rest of it. I just think it's such a shame it was one or the other. Do you know what I mean? It is a shame. You're right. But he chose. He chose yeah. his love for his wife and Archie and his family. And, you know, it's it's sad, isn't it, that he can't still be part of the mem- a member of the royal family. But, yeah. you know, it's his choice. Yeah. It's his choice. Yeah. He may be happier being out of it. Yeah. He may be. William, so- William doesn't have a choice. Yeah. William doesn't yeah. have that choice. He has to follow his destiny. He will be king. His wife will be queen. Do you think... Diana will be so fucking proud watching yes. down, knowing that one of her sons is king with this beautiful yes. wife and gorgeous family and doing it their way because they yes. are traditional, but they are a, like they are injection, an injection of personality and like modern sort yeah. of living that we love. And do you but think she'll also be super happy yeah. that Harry's out there doing what he wants with the woman of his dreams too? Absolutely. An arm around. An arm around each boy. But, you know, we're not going to see change, real change, until uh, William becomes king. Because then Diana's genes inside William will kick in and make the royal family more approachable, more acceptable, more out there. Um, I think Prince Charles will follow the traditional route his mother's route, his grandmother's route. So if he does become king with his wife, and the wife of a king is a queen. So King and Queen, oh, King Charles and Queen Camilla will reign for a short time. But what effect will that have on the British psyche? I'd like to ask the, the public, would you, would you rather have King Charles and Queen Camilla or would you rather have King William and Queen Catherine? Well, you've heard it here, guys. Paul Burrell is asking the listeners of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2, would you rather have King William and King Kate Oh, King William and Pru- what she what should be the yes. Queen? King William Queen and Catherine. Queen Kate yeah. or King Charles and Queen Camilla. Send in to Vicky Patterson podcast at gmail.com. Give us your answers. We want to know. Paul, I'll let you know the results. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, because the ro- because the royals are only there for as long as people want them to be there. And they have to be relevant to the general public. Yeah, and I do think Kate and Wills will give the royal... They they do, they make the royal family approachable. They mm-hmm. give 
and 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 they add this. I just think for me, I look at Kate and Wills, and I can see them putting their kids to bed, and I can mm. see them maybe like having a little row over what to watch on Netflix. Like I mm. just see them, although they have like so many amazing privileges and opportunities that most normal people don't. Mm. Like there is this really lovely underlying normality to them, and I think that's what makes them so popular. So yeah, yeah I do. I think they do endless amount of good for the popularity of the yeah. royal family in the uk and it is time we had a little bit of a change isn't it yeah yeah and to see william and kate with their children on their doorstep applauding the national health service it warmed my heart yes oh they're fucking lush man yeah. jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. I would, oh, I would so have a dinner party with them. Oh yeah, I would. She, so- she hasn't put a foot wrong, has she? She's yeah, just she's the dark she's, she's queen material. She is. Oh, she's the best. I love her. Yeah. I have a, I have a big girl crush on Kate. Yeah. <laughs> a big girl crush. Right. Okay. I'm gonna let you go soon. I promise. I am. Mm. But I just wanted to touch on a couple little things before you yeah. go. Diana was such a huge part of your life and I know mm. you must miss her. We talked about it in the jungle. Mm-hmm. But she, do you think if she was here now, she'd be super proud of the man you've become? Um, I wish she was still here because she would have said to me, good on you, Paul. You stood up and told the truth and you you had the balls to actually go out there and 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 be a man that you thought you would never become. Because I was married to a woman for 30 years. I have two beautiful sons. They're 34 and 32 now. And uh, coming to 60 and realizing you've got an opportunity to actually come out. I never wanted to come out, by the way. I had to because I wanted to marry Coop. So I couldn't marry him in secret. I had to do it publicly. I thought I would lose my family. I thought I'd lose my boys, the most important people in my life. Uh, I didn't. I broke down when I told them, Mm. and I couldn't get the words out, and they said, Dad, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I said, well, (laughs) I've got something to tell you, and I just don't know how to tell you. And eventually I told them, and and they said, oh, thank goodness for that. We thought you were dying. (laughs) Oh, bless them. They said, is that it? I said, yes, that's it. It's a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. And they said, I said, do you want to come with me on my journey? And they said, of course we do. Oh. We love you. You're our dad. 
so lush man Paul and you know what I know your sons they're absolutely gorgeous I can't imagine them reacting any other way than that but it must have been super scary like you were encouraged in particular Mm. in your youth to follow a very traditional back then approach to like relationships and marriage and everything weren't you yes well I'm sure there are 62 year old men like me out there right now in marriages who are pushed into this mold and told to get married and have children, provide grandchildren. And they sat there thinking, well, what would my life have been if I'd had the opportunity to come out? Because sexuality is a very fluid thing. Um, You can be married and have children and have a perfectly happy life. But maybe there's a part of you that wants to explore a different world Mm -hmm. and have a man put his arms around you. When we were children, that was unheard of. Yeah. Now it's acceptable. Thank goodness we've we've come through all the stigma. And part of that was the princess's world too, breaking yeah. down stigmas, breaking down frontiers and educating people. It's about education, isn't she it? Was a, of course it is. And I love so many of the things that Princess Diana stood for. And not to take mm. away from your journey at all here, Paul, because no. what you've done yourself, regardless of her influence, is super mm. inspirational. And you mm. have to know that. But I don't know such... any. I, I don't know any other dads. I don't know any other what? gay dads out there. I don't. Oh God, there must, God, I mean, there must be hundreds, thousands of them. Well, Elton, yes. Well, I've known Elton for a long time, but I don't know anybody from my world that's been brave enough to come up to me and say, well, actually, I've always felt I was gay. I I don't know anybody because people of my age don't talk about it. They hide it. Still hide it. It's such a shame that there's such a stigma. And that's, this brings us so lovely on uh, what I want your secret to be. Here at mm. Pets in The Secret too, we always ask our wonderful guests to divulge a couple pearls of wisdom to mm. our listeners. Maybe give them a bit of a takeaway from the podcast. Just help them in any mm. way, shape or form. And for you, I think your secret has to be the secret to learning to embrace who you are. Yes. And it took you a long time to accept that time. you were a gay man. But yeah. look at how happy you are now. What was yeah. your secret? I know you wanted to marry Coop, but there had to be yeah. something. Well, it was a, it was Diana. It was our secret. And she let me into her world. And she knew she was safe. Yeah. Because she had someone beside her that wasn't a problem. So I could walk into her dressing room. I could walk into where well, she's having oh, a dress made. I see. Yes. I could, I could zip her up. I could choose her jewels. I yeah. could say, yeah, that's a great dress to wear for this occasion. I could do <laughs> wonderful flower arangements. You know, so it wasn't, it wasn't rocket science. <laughs> no, but I'm, I, I make somebody a very good husband. Well, or wife. I'm not mm. sure which. So, but I have. So really, I would say to people out there, don't, don't be afraid of who you are. You know who you are inside. You know exactly who you are. Um, Be that person because you don't have a long time to be true to yourself. Um, I've left it very late, um, but I'm telling you the next 20 years, if I have 20 years left, are going to be golden years. And, with um, Coop by your with, side. With Coop, yes. <laughs> and I shall, I shall be there, sat on my, um, on my Instagram page, listening to messages of people coming through saying, I've always wanted to come out, but I can't. 
that's that's fine. You know, you do it in your time. Mm. You won't lose your family. If mm. you've brought up your children in a certain way to be liberal minded and to be kind, mm -hmm. then you won't lose them. That's a big fear for some dads. They're yeah. going to lose their kids. You won't lose them. They'll stay with you. I can imagine that must be really, really difficult when you've spent your whole life being one version of you and trying desperately to be what everyone expects yeah. you to be. Letting go of that facade and truly mm. embracing who you really are must have it been broke, a, it, big a big change. It broke my heart because I felt I was the one who was breaking up this happy family unit and I was being selfish. So it broke my heart. But I always said... I will always take care of my wife because she is the mother of my children and she's a very special lady. Very well said, Paul. Very mm. well said. Oh, and I've heard you talk about your, your ex-wife and you honestly speak of us yes. so glowingly. You're such a gentleman. You really are. I, well, I still love her. Of yeah. course I do. I spent, I spent most of my life with her. I still love her. We have our differences, of course, and we have to now because we live in different worlds, but it doesn't stop me looking out for her taking care of her, making sure I'm there to give her advice. And, I, you know, the world can be a, a, a better place if we all do that. Oh, Paul, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. You're <laughs> a, such a wonderful man, full of wisdom and gossip. And oh. I can talk to you all day. Oh. I'm definitely going to go and binge watch the tits off the crown. Yes, you go and you go watch it. Then, then just get in touch with me and say, Paul, is that true? Did that happen? <laughs> oh, go on then. Last nugget. Go what on. Irked, what irked you the most? Was the one bit where you just thought that did not fucking happen? Well, do you know, when Fagan went into the Queen's bedroom, I'm, I'm watching this scene and I said to Coop, that's not the Queen's bedroom. She doesn't have red furniture and a, a huge great bed. She lives very simply. You'll be surprised. She doesn't have flowers in her bedroom. <laughs> And she doesn't clean her teeth under the tap like we do. So all these little things that, that, that I watch, some of the Queen's traits aren't quite right. She's not unfeeling and unkind. She and Prince Philip were very supportive of Diana. And that doesn't come out in the crown, really. Right. It's a little inkling of Prince Philip's concern. But the Queen always wrote to Diana, from your loving mama. And Prince oh. Philip used to write letters, and it always ending in, from your loving pa. And Prince Philip always said, I know what it's like, Diana. I know, because mm. I was an outsider too. And I just had to put up with it and get on with it. But you're a woman of this age, but we still support you. And Prince Philip wrote a letter to Diana, which she showed me. And in that letter, he said, Mama and I cannot understand for the life of us why Charles would choose Camilla over you. Philip's really? words. Yes. Oh, Oh my god, that was some serious gossip, Paul. Yes. That was such a good Yes, story. there you go. <laughs> That's what he oh felt. My god. That's what the I... Queen felt. Oh. God, it's just all such a shame. But thank you so much for ending on that note. I love you. I love you love too. You. Love you, give darling. My best to, give my best to Coop. Enjoy the rest of the series of um, yep. I'm a Celeb. Take care. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my God, guys, there you have it. Paul Burrell's first ever and last ever exclusive podcast interview with me. Little old me, 
God, I'm feeling like fucking Piers Morgan. I'll tell you that for now. I feel like Parky. I really do feel like I'm starting to swing my dick about in this podcast world. <laughs> oh, guys, I hope you took something away from that, even if it was just some amazing gossip. Um, or if it was something a little bit deeper, but learning to be yourself, embrace who you are. I just thought he was a great guest. If you are still loving Vicky Patterson The Secret too, which I hope you are, then please don't forget to do all of the right podcasty things. Leave a review. Tell your mates. Tell someone who you think might like it. I think we've got a whole different demographic after today's episode. Mostly just royalists and fans of The Crown. <laughs> but please do email me at vickypattersonpodcast at gmail.com if you have anything you'd like to add. If you have any guests you think I should have on, we're all ears over here at Vicky Patterson HQ. <laughs> Take care and see you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.